This is the Job City Podcast. Welcome, everyone. For those of you who are new to Job City, we specialize in nearshore staff augmentation for software development teams, providing our clients full-time, dedicated developers from Latin America that work remotely, yet alongside our clients' teams in real time, meaning there are no annoying time zone headaches. In each podcast, we will be sharing with you interesting episodes about technology, remote work, software development, industry updates, and more. We will have interviews and conversations with our developers, our management team, and also external guests, including our clients and other relevant professionals from the industry. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's start. Hey, everyone. We want to welcome you to the third episode of the Job City podcast. Uh, in this episode, we have Vanessa Romero. She is head of recruitment here at Job City, and she is also a psychologist. Hi, Santi. Thank you so much for having me here today. Excellent, for sure. Uh, thank you for sharing your time with us to discuss important topics, uh, like the one for today uh, that is called emotional intelligence. We're going to get into the details in the four key domains of emotional intelligence and how to apply those in a remote working environment. So let's start. Vane, the room is all yours. <laughs> Thank you, Santi. Well, yes. Um, well, as you said, uh, emotional intelligence is something that we should have and evolve, especially during these hard times. For remote workers, it is even harder since we don't typically have that connection of social interactions. Even for me, being a psychologist, it is hard to manage emotional intelligence on a daily basis. Um, while working remotely, we need to adapt to certain circumstances that are new to us meaning that we have to break the normal working environment idea that we had. This is part of starting working emotionally on ourselves. Part of this adaptation is know how to manage the four key domains of emotional intelligence that, according to experts like Daniel Goldman, are number one, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. As you can see, the first two make reference to ourselves, and the last two are more related to the environment that we are a part of. Here, we'll dig into these domains and ask, how can we develop and deploy these four domains of emotional intelligence while working on a remote or a near-shore team? Great, great. I see what you're saying. Um, so those domains are crucial for all of us to understand and apply each day in order to have healthy routines and relationships. So um, in this episode, we will discuss the first two domains, although I know that there are a lot of things to take into consideration. Vane. Yes, Santi, exactly. So, well, the first domain is self-awareness. This is basically being able to notice how you feel and actually put a name to it. So we, as remote workers, it is easy to enter into this autopilot mode. Just sit down and get to it. But when we're working in an office, certain natural structures aid in creating a transition from life to work. 
which feels healthy and differentiated from our house life. This change allows us to begin the day much more self-aware. A commute, a change of scenery, a desk, a chat by the coffee machine, an elevator conversation with a peer or superior, etc. So this, in comparison, when we are working remotely, we lose natural transitions, and thus we run the risk of sliding from life into work without paying attention to our moods or feelings, especially if our home life is stressful or distracting, as it is for many of us during this time, to be honest. So creating new transitionary routines will help us to create a space and ground the workday in emotional calm. Oh, that's great advice, Vane. Actually, I felt that uh, now that I've been working for almost three years remotely, uh, I, I definitely think that I will put uh, this into practice. Yeah. Uh, continue, please, Vane. Yeah, for sure. And, and you can start by maybe having your own place to work, like di differentiate the spaces within your, within your house will help you to kind of create this work environment mood. So yeah, after creating these routines, it is necessary to check in with your body. While society and work in particular wants us to be more mental creatures, using our intellectual capabilities to create and manage knowledge, we are at the end of the day embodied creatures too. So we are a physical, eating, breathing animal. So every emotion we experience begins in the body and it is felt there. Of course, it also lives in the brain. But when we feel an emotion, we can use this um, emotion and this feeling to create an advantage when seeking to understand the root cause of that emotion. And especially when we're looking for ways to process these emotions so, so that we're not distracted and drained while working from home. Once we can articulate how we feel, we can ask ourselves where we feel it. Is it tension on your neck? a raw heat in your belly, or perhaps it is a ringing sound in your ears. Identifying the physical manifestation of your feelings will help you creating a space to understand why we feel as we do. You know what, that, I've, you know what Vane? I've felt I've had those feelings. Of course. Um, specifically, the ones that I mentioned are super common when we're stressed. So it's super common to have this raw heat in the belly or the tension in the neck. It's just something that we feel when we're stressed. And um, well, it could be uh, information for other podcasts, but um, stress could be increased while working from home because again, the distractions of the place and the, the home working, the spouse, the kid, everything. <laughs> For sure. Sure. Okay, so allowing ourselves to connect the feeling in the body with the situation around us that may be causing this reaction is especially necessary to start um, managing that emotion, especially in the current situation with a pandemic going on and new routines have been established. We need to be aware of how we feel and why we feel like that. Well, it is indeed a complex topic, uh, and I see why it is important to start applying these recommendations. Um, as remote workers, uh, we need for sure to have routines and understand our body and mind. Vane, can you give us an example of our recommended routine? 
Yes, in fact, in Job City, we have this app that is available for all of us. I mean, that we're working at Job City, um, that it's called Fabulous. And it's actually helping a lot of us to um, create these habits. You know, when you have an activity that you kind of do um, every once in a while, maybe it's not a habit, it's just something that you do. Um, but once you start doing that every day, um, it becomes a habit. And at the end, it's not an effort anymore. So it's always useful to start morning routines, afternoon routines, and yeah, night routines too. Um, so you could start with some small things like, for example, how the app starts, just getting a glass of water while you wake up. As soon as you wake up, just get a glass of water. Then you can move to have a great breakfast, um, I don't know, with healthy and, and uh, nutritious, um, food and then you can start maybe doing some yoga or doing some meditation some some time for you to kind of kind of implement activities that will help you create that routine and eventually um, be more aware of of your of your life and kind of what is life and what is work so yeah that that would be a good a good path to start with Thank you. Um, I, for sure, I will start using that app pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move forward to the second domain, self-management. Vani. Yeah, exactly. So the final step, once we've identified the feelings and allowed ourselves to feel them and began to build an understanding of the root cause beneath each feeling, eventually we will be able to predict them and of course, to manage them. So managing emotion is an important part of self-management. So when you work in a remote environment, it is more important than ever. Without the social rhymes of colleagues, the uplifting mood of peers, the distraction of a lunch out with friends, or the natural regulations of a boss or a manager interceding to change your mood, we all must be emotional self-managers. So once we know why we are feeling what we are feeling, then these feelings don't dwell anymore. Science tells us that we experience an emotion in our body for only 90 seconds at a time. After those 90 seconds, we don't continue to feel it. Rather, we transfer it to our brain, which then thinks about it, thus triggering another 90 seconds, and then another, and on and on until we begin to think about something else. So now that we know this, it is important to say, so. Once you have identified your feeling and begin to understand the cause of that, of that feeling, don't keep processing it in your mind. Instead, do something about it. So if you have a deadline you're worried about, um, reach out to someone via email, Slack or Zoom or whatever platform that you decide. Um, or if you're worried about how your kid is doing during the lockdown, make a note to create activities for them during lunchtime. If you're worried about your spouse, set an alarm to check in with them at the end of the day. Whatever that is triggering a groundhog's day of emotional reaction, react and then let go of it. Over time, as your emotional intelligence, specifically in the domain of self-management, increases, the cycle will become second nature and you will find yourself calmer, 
more efficient, and more able to be aware of the emotional experiences and relational cues of your team. Thanks, Vani. Tons of good information. Uh, really needed and valuable. Perfect. Also, thanks to our listeners. We hope you enjoyed the first episode about emotional intelligence. Stay tuned for the next one where we will discuss the last two domains. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Job City Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please visit our website, www.jobcity.com. That's www.jobsity.com and subscribe to our blog. Also, please follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more great content created just for you.